0: Recorded from Los Angeles, California, you are listening to The Sound of Dow with your host, The Vince Dow. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to episode two of The Sound of Dow podcast. It's your host, it's your boy, The Vince Dow. Welcome back, folks. How are we all doing? Hope you guys enjoyed the first podcast. I know many of you guys did. And I hope to, you know, live up and keep up to your expectations. Anyways, so for the topic of this podcast, I actually just did it in the democratic fashion and asked you guys on a YouTube poll what you guys wanted me to talk about. And you guys actually voted for school, which was an interesting topic. Okay. But as I've talked about, I go to I I live in Los Angeles County. I go to school in the People's Republic of Los Angeles Unified School District. Right. And as you guys could all assume, as you guys could all predict, our school this semester has been and all of last semester, obviously, but our entire school year this semester has been entirely online. Okay, so I know a lot of you guys because I have a lot of listeners that are also in high school and college, mainly, actually, that's my main target demographic. I know many of you guys, you've done hybrid models, uh, you've gone to school for a few months and then had to shut it down. At least you went to school a little bit. No, our full semester was online, okay? They they, they were so scared of COVID that they literally would just not let any form of in-person physical school exist of course, except for orientation, because we had to pick up our textbooks. So for that, it was okay for us all to pack together with sar- like sardines, with no social distancing whatsoever. But no, don't you don't come in the classroom now, okay? You can have the whole senior class get together in this big, big open space together and be scrunched up next to each other and all that. But don't you dare put anyone in the classroom of like twenty to thirty kids, okay? That that's that's dangerous. Science, folks, science, okay? But the topic of this podcast. Is, is just a rant about school in general, but it's the fact that online school has been an absolute disaster, okay? And, and and we'll get into that in a second. But before we begin that, speaking of school, okay? We have a challenge with the merch shop, ladies and gentlemen, because for those of you guys who know, uh, I have a little bit of a rivalry, and by rivalry, I mean they basically uh, attack me and try to slander me constantly with my classmates, Okay. And so I was just thinking, all right, let's do this. Let's do this. I've already pretty sure sold more uh, merch than my entire senior class. But as you guys know, I'm a senior, right? And so my senior class has, like, the senior class shirt and the senior class hoodie, right? Th- that that merchandise. And since 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 the kids at my school, uh, just love me so so much, right? The most I'm the most beloved kid in my school. We have a challenge. With the merch store, can I single-handedly sell more merch than my entire senior class? Well, the answer is yes. I already have, but <laughs> but I was at for most beloved kid at school, but. Let's run up the score, okay, ladies and gentlemen. I want to run up the score on them. I want to absolutely blow their profits and their sales out of the water. So beat the liberal kids at my school and go, go head on over to teespring.com/slash/stores/slash/vince-dash-dow and be sure to pick up some merch. All right, Let, let's let's beat the shit out of the senior class, okay? But anyways, back to the back to the topic of this podcast. So at the beginning of around, the, around last summer, right? I did the, I did this video that uh, received a lot on Instagram that received a lot of controversy from some of our political opponents, you know, our lovely friends on the other side, our misguided friends on the other side. The premise of this video was, number one, scientifically speaking, if we're able to do all this other stuff, there is no reason why kids should not be going back to school. Kids need to get back to school, Okay zero to 18 the death rate is incredibly low they don't spread the virus as easily the costs outweigh I mean the benefits outweigh the cost do it it's time to go back to school but I, I, I doubled down. I said that the reason why the you because you see the teachers unions are the ones that keep pressing for online learning the teachers unions are the ones out here saying no no, no uh, no in-person learning you're putting our employees in all this all this all this, all this, all this, all this bullshit, right and I was just like okay. Okay, teachers, if you... Because I was I was already saying, online school sucks. Online school is a disaster. You learn nothing. Nobody learns anything and is incredibly painful, okay? And so what I said is, okay, teachers, unions, let's make a compromise. If you're not going to go back to school and teach properly, then you're only doing half of your job, okay? Because if you're not... You're funded by taxpayer dollars, okay? The taxpayers pay their taxes with the expectation that... They are funding a full public education for children, okay? So, if you're only going to do half your job, if you're going to just laze about on online school and absolutely suck and give kids what is ultimately half of an education, then we should be giving you half of your salary. So, that's what I was saying. I was saying, okay, teachers unions, you're really this scared of the virus? Because, also keep in mind this, all these other employees are going to work, okay? For all the teachers that are like, oh, we're so scared of the virus, don't we got to keep us safe. The grocery workers are going to work, the police officers, the fire, you freaking name it, all these other employees are going to work. And yet the teachers who are publicly funded, taxpayer dollar funded employees are not going to work. I'm like, what the hell? Right. You're, you're being funded. You like, that's what I was like. Teachers, you need to remember this folks. You are funded by the taxpayer. Okay. So, so you're not really in the place to say, Oh, my safety bottle. You're funded by the taxpayer. Find another job if that's not what you want to do. You you are beholden to the taxpayers. So, anyways, in this video, I sort of laid out that it I, I sort of laid out that, that if, if teachers are not gonna do their full job, then we should not be paying them their full salary, especially considering the fact that you have all these other types of employees in the private sector that have lost their jobs or, or taking significant pay cuts because of the pandemic. And if that's going to happen to these private sector employees and the teachers don't want to go back to school and teach the students, then it's time to cut the teacher pay. And obviously, that was not very popular. Okay, but comments I got from some people were that. Because, you know, when we shut down schools last semester, it was a disaster. And we sort of just everyone sort of just gave up on school. Right. But what they were saying was. The haters in my comments were saying, no, online school will work this time because the teachers are going to figure it out. They have time to figure it out. Guys, online school will be just fine. It won't be ideal, but it'll it'll work. It'll be okay, right? That's what they were saying. Online school will be decent and the kids will still get an education. That's what we were told by the politicians. That's what we were told by the liberals and the covid Karens." The verdict is in, folks. It didn't work. This was my... Ex- and that's the topic of this podcast. I want to tell the in my personal experience. And by the way, it's not just anecdotal. Anyone who went through it will tell you the same thing. But this is my experience with online school, online learning. Okay? And before you... It, it was a disaster. That's all. Like that. If, if you don't want to listen to the rest of this podcast, just know this: online school that they subjected everyone to was a fucking disaster. Okay, it, it was a it was a fucking disaster. But let let let's, <laughs> let, let let's tell the story. Okay, so before before i before i get into this i i, I want to preface my credentials here okay because i know someone's going to come in commenting well the only reason you couldn't handle online school is cuz you're dumb and you have a short attention span and that's your fault okay you you're just dumb okay you all right before you try to come at me with uh, in- uh, just not intelligent enough to handle online school argument i'm a straight A student I've taken... How many APs have I... Okay, so I've taken a total of 13 APs throughout my high school years. Um, I'm the number one rank in my class. Valedictorian. 4.7 GPA. 1550 SAT score. National Merit Scholar Semi-Finalist. It, it, okay, so you get it. You get the point, right? Uh, so I, I'm like... I'm a very... I'm a, I'm a top high-achieving student, okay? I'm, I'm not a dumbass. I'm not, I'm not a failing student. I'm one of the top students in... I am I am the top student in my school, one of the top students in my school district. Okay, so with that in mind, I, me, could not find it in my heart at all to engage in online school. I was totally disengaged. Okay, it's just it's just painful. You cannot learn through a screen. It it, it just doesn't work. Okay. The first few weeks of the semester, I genuinely tried my best, okay? But it is just simply impossible. And, and anyone who's doing online school will tell you the exact same thing. It is genuinely impossible to stay engaged at all through a screen. It just doesn't work, okay? It just did not work. By 10 weeks through the semester, I had basically mentally checked out and I didn't care anymore. And all of my classmates told the same story, okay? It, th- there's just You just simply cannot... Pay attention. You can't. You can't find. You know, school. You're supposed to go. Part of the school is you're supposed to go. First of all, it's much harder to learn. Okay, because even the best teachers, they're still better teaching in person. You need to be there and be showing things. It's not. It doesn't the explanations don't go the same through a a, a a phone screen, right? But beyond that, it it's so hard to 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 feel motivated to learn to do anything you're you're at home you're isolated it just it's just not right there's no connection there's no physical connection between you and your teachers and your classroom in the school environment and your classmates there's nothing okay online school sucked it absolutely sucked And, and and let me just say that nobody cared this whole semester like like every we've we've all given up Okay, all, um, all my classmates say the same thing. Okay, it's, it's not just me saying this. We all gave up. We, we barely pay attention. Okay, I shouldn't be saying this. But given that the answers to most of the, the, the tests and, you know, the homework are online, nobody is really even trying to learn. Okay, and nobody can find any motivation through this online screen bullshit. Okay, I mean... And, you know, they say, I think from this isolation, they said like 70% of kids my age are, are uh, reporting symptoms of depression. It's insanity. I mean, we have fucked over an entire generation here. And for what? What, to contain the coronavirus? Oh, yeah, that, that just went so well. As you can tell right now, we are doing such an amazing job of containing the coronavirus, right? Oh, you know, obviously, right? Because we're so good at this. Yeah, okay, yeah, that, that reason is, is, is stupid. So what, what, what was the point? Oh, what, to keep the kids safe? The kids are safe, okay? The death rate for 0 to 18 is virtually non-existent. And for those kids who do have immune system problems, you can you can take online school. It's not a big deal. But kids like me in my school district were not even given the choice. We weren't even given the choice, hey, you could do in-person learning or online learning, whatever you want, right? Because I think that's fair. But we weren't even given the choice, and so they've subjected us to this absolute pain and suffering. For nothing. For absolutely nothing. LA County has like the highest COVID rates in the entire country right now. But we shut down the schools. As you can tell, it was such a big success, okay? All the kids are depressed. No nobody's learning a damn thing. But at least we contained COVID. Yeah, no, we did it. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay? It, it was it was a failure. But Keep in mind, okay. So I, I, I still got all A's this semester, okay. I kind of bullshitted my way through it to be honest, but I got all A's, okay. But keep in mind this, right? So I was totally disengaged. I did not care the the ten. I I I, I If you ask me what I learned in the last ten weeks of the semester, I could not tell you, okay. I I just I just know how to like sort of BS my way through through assignments and tests to get an A, but I I like you could ask me right. I I, t- I, I learned nothing. I, I could not tell you a single thing I learned in the last 10 weeks of the semester. That's me. That's the smartest kid at the school. Now, ask yourself this question. If that's how I'm feeling, how do you think the struggling kids have done this semester, right? The sort of C-minus student, uh, students, the kids who are failing, right? If I am struggling to stay engaged and, and stay motivated and stay in this, how do you think the kids that are normally... Not doing too well. How do you think they've done? And, and the kids who probably have even shorter attention spans than me. How do you think they've done? Well, the sto- it's, its its a pretty—it's a pretty grim outlook. I—I—I won't—I won't tell you, because I don't know. But I'm—I'm I'm pretty sure if you look at their performances this semester, too, they—they—they're—they've just—they've just got cl- slid off a cliff. Okay, it's—it's it's a disaster. Here's the other question. I think here, here's the most painful aspect of all this, okay? Because we're in high school, whatever, okay? We don't learn our senior year worth of material, whatever. We, can, we, can, we probably won't even need it for college or the real world. Uh, we'll be fine, right? Whatever. They closed down elementary schools too, okay? So an entire generation of elementary school kids lost nine months of their early education okay and let me tell you early education is so so we've already we've already set, 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 set the premise that nobody learns anything in online school okay but then double that because you're talking about little kids okay you think little kids cannot pay attention through a screen they can't learn through a screen it doesn't work it doesn't work they're, they're not meant to do to to, to to learn like that okay and they have super short attention spans their parents probably aren't even supervising to make sure they're paying attention they tune out okay so Whatever learning we lost as high school kids, multiply that by three, and that's what you have for the elementary school kids. Now, keep in mind this. What you learn in elementary school is actually important, okay? Because the sort of basic things you learn, right? Basic English, basic literature, basic arithmetic, those skills, first of all, you actually need those skills. You actually need to know those things, right? But they build on each other because it's a developmental process, right? And so it, it, it's very important. It's more important at the lower levels that you build up those fundamentals because if you're behind in your fundamentals, you're never going to be able to be the same. You're never going to be able to catch up in middle school, high school, college, and so on, okay? So we're having an entire generation of kids, just, just their education being absolutely destroyed. But it's not just the book stuff. It's the socialization, okay? Socialization, building social skills, that's a process that you learn in elementary school and that's a process that you build. It is a developmental process, okay? And if you just take out like one year's worth of that social sort of upbringing, social skill building, it'll get decimated. I mean, you will never be the same. You will always be behind. A lot of times, your social skills will just never be fully normal, even as a grown adult. You know how I know this? OK, let me tell you how I know this, because when I was younger, I had selective mutism. OK, if you don't know what selective mutism is, it's basically like this. Uh, it, it, I had this for like a year or two. Right. It's basically this this social anxiety disorder where you just don't talk to people. If that, that's the best way I could sum it up. Um, and for some reason, I just, I just did not want to talk to people. Uh, So I I didn't talk. I I, I literally for like a year or two of my life, which which it's probably interesting now to see that I have a podcast and I'm like just talking up a a firestorm going on random tangents on a podcast. But at one point in my life, when I was very young, like four or five years old, I didn't talk for a full year to to anyone except my mom. Right. And so I I had no socialization. When I got into, but when I got into elementary school, I was like, okay, I'll get over this. I'll just start talking, right? So I, I made a commitment. I'm gonna start talking, but it was not that easy. Like it really was not that easy, because of that year I lost early on in the in the social development sort of ladder. I I, I, I was I was very quiet throughout elementary school, right? And, and so, so I, I started to build friends and stuff, right? But it was hard. It, it was a damn struggle, and like still to this day. I'm a quiet person, oftentimes in conversation, not so much speaking. I'm fine with like public speaking, but in conversation, even like today, a lot of times I'm still kind of awkward or or shy in conversation and people who know me will tell you that I'm actually kind of a quiet person in real life, right? And I I don't like to point blame a lot of times because that's kind of stupid, but reflecting on myself, the reality is that selective mutism I had for like one and a half year or whatever, that set back set me back my entire life when it came to social skills, okay? And when you have kids that are at home through a zoom screen, not interacting with their friends, not playing on the yard, not interacting with their teachers, not learning those social skills, you're gonna have an entire generation of kids like this. They're not gonna know freaking basic English or math. oh they're they're gonna be behind proficiency everywhere. Everywhere they go, and then, you know, as you know, the social justice activists will come along and blame it on racism or not enough funding for public education or some random nonsense like that. That's absolutely dumb, right? We all know why it's happening. But more importantly, screw the ma- screw the book stuff for a second. You're going to have an entire generation of kids that has mental issues and is going to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Socially awkward. You're going to have an entire generation of kids with mental problems and social awkwardness and it was all shut down because of a virus that the kids are basically immune to it's it's it really ang- it was really freaking angers me to think about this you know because you you have an entire generation of basically kids has been lost it it is it is just a tragedy okay and I and I know a lot of you guys might be thinking oh it's just a year of education or whatever but you don't understand it okay If you miss third grade then you're behind in fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth it just goes on and then you're behind in life okay You can't you can't just erase a year from your education and then you know expect to just just be fine or whatever we just took a quick break and now we're it, it doesn't go it doesn't work like that okay and this is just a disaster of online school. So the verdict is in. It fucking failed. Okay, it failed. And yet, what is my school district doing? Well, you know, their, their immediate response is... Um, actually, you know, we're, we're, it looks like we're going to be doing online school for a whole nother semester. Yep, yep, we're going to be doing this again. Um, And so, ultimately, when you add it up, that's another six months. So when we add it, we do the math... That's over a year of education that these young little kids have lost okay forget about us forget about the high school kids for a second these 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 little kids have lost the like a, a year and a half of their lives basically a school year and a half I mean a school year and a half of their lives and I, I just don't see how they can recover from that you know because like I keep saying it's a developmental process. You can't just take leaps in that development. It all has to happen. It all has to happen physically and in person, okay. And I, I, I'm sure for many of you guys who have done online school, you guys can all testify to the same thing. It's a disaster, okay. It was, it was a complete disaster, and we, we need to get our kids back in school, okay. And not, not for me, okay, because I don't care i don't mind not having to go to school and I, I don't mind being away from from the idiots at school who try to dox me and all that stuff okay i don't i don't mind i don't want to see their faces anyway but for for the sake of society for the sake of kids they need to go they need to be in school and the teachers unions need to stop the teachers unions by the way are you know they're the most Useless institutions in American society, okay, but the you know the teachers unions need to because the teachers unions always say they care about the kids, but they don't care about the kids. If they cared about the kids, then they'd be willing to take a risk for their kids and uh I don't know go, do their job go to work, but of course of course not right of course not. I I just needed to get this off my chest because now that I'm finally done with the semester and thank God I'm finally done. Online school was fucking painful, okay. I didn't learn anything. I learned nothing, which means the kids below me definitely didn't learn anything. Okay. Like, holy shit. So yeah, the bottom line here, the message, get your kids back in school. Okay. I don't, I don't care where you are in the country, but don't subject them to try if you can, obviously if you can, but if you can try not to subject them to another semester of this torture. Anyways, before we wrap up here in this podcast, I wanted to give two quick updates on some of the amazing brilliant things that the brain trust at my over at my school district is doing okay so when i said that the entirety of next semester is going to be online that wasn't entirely accurate technically according to the school district although according to me i think it's entirely accurate so here listen to this hear this okay this is what the the absolute geniuses at my school district came up with so they want to try to get kids back on campus through a hybrid model. A hybrid model means you only go to school like two, three days a week, and then the other half goes to school the other two, three days a week, right? That, that kind of thing. So they came up with this hybrid model. Um, but the issue they're having is they want they want you to basically go to one class during a the day. They want you to all this one group of kids to all go to one class, stay in that class. And, like, nobody moves, right? Because they don't want... In- so, so basically, you sit in the same class all day long, right? And the idea is, suppose like, theoretically, the teacher rotates and comes teachers to the kids. And not the other way around. The kids don't rotate classrooms. The teachers rotate classrooms. That's the idea. The problem they've run into is the fact that, well, how the hell would that work with all the kids' schedules, right? Because not... Barely any kid has the same exact schedule the whole day, right? There's all these different schedules. So, how would a teacher manage to, to, to go to all these students without the students moving around and staying in the same classroom, the same pod? Well, that's exactly the problem. That doesn't work. You can't do it like that, right? So listen to what these geniuses have came up with. This this is the plan to, quote-unquote, return to school, okay, from, from, my, from my brilliant school district. This is the idea they have in mind. The Brain Trust, as I'm going to call them, the Brain Trust over at uh, the, the, the downtown whatever, okay? So they've decided that the way they're going to do this is you go to school and sit in a classroom. Basically, you probably go to your homeroom, right, and you sit in that homeroom the whole day. And because it's not going to work where you can move around and actually see your teachers, you simply bring a laptop to school and sit on Zoom from school. You heard that right. Okay? So, obviously, all of us are Zooming, uh, going on Zoom calls to take school from home. Well, now, the brain trust over at LAUSD has decided... That you could take that one step further and go to school, sit in a classroom, and and plug, put in headphones, and sit on the Zoom call, on there. Brilliant, brilliant. You know, I, I, Albert Einstein couldn't come up with this genius idea. Oh my gosh, what an amazing idea to return to school. Yes, since 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 sitting at home on a Zoom call is so painful, let's go to school to sit on a Zoom call. I can't, my brain, dude, my brain. Yep, but this is the plan to return to school, okay? And if you're thinking it's the stupidest thing you've ever heard in your life, then you're correct. But what else would you expect from uh, the superintendent, uh, school board, uh, supervisors, whatever... Uh, that are all elected Democrats. huh? They, you know, you, you elect Democrats through the whole district. This is what you come up with, okay? This is what you receive. You, I mean, your, your tax dollars are hard at work here, folks, okay? Your vote's hard at work. You can see these geniuses are truly putting their best foot forward and coming up with the best solutions to 21st century problems right here, folks, okay? Shining example, si- shining model. Oh, my God. And, and th- I'm not joking. Th- that That is the j- legitimate plan for... Us to return to school eventually next semester at some point. Which I'm not going to do and I guarantee you nobody's going to do. Why? Because it's absolutely effing stupid. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? All right. So, there's that, okay? Now, let's go over the other uh, COVID-era pol- era policy that the brain trust at my central school district has also come up with, which is this. So... They've instituted, LAUSD has instituted what's called a no-fail policy, right? Which is basically they're not going to fail any kids. Any kids, okay? So what they're going to do is they're going to give kids a grade of incomplete. And then during winter break, they're going to give all the kids the chance to uh, make up the work and do all the work so that they can get a passing grade, right? Right? On the surface, it doesn't sound like the worst idea. It sounds kind of like, why are you giving a break to failing kids? It doesn't sound like the worst idea until you hear this aspect of it, okay? Obviously. Okay, you give the failing kids a chance to raise their grades. Okay, cool. Fine. Go ahead. But, guess what they don't do? They are not instituting a policy saying that kids with C's can raise their grade to a B... They're not instituting policies that say kids with Bs can raise their grade to an A, but they are instituting a policy that says kids with Fs can raise their grade to a D or a C. And I, first of all, I I I did not need this this semester. Like I got all A's, but I still kind of look at that and I'm like, how the fuck is that fair? How is it fair? Because you have, let's say you have a kid with a high B, like an 87, 88%, right? B+. Plus. They've been working hard. They've been grinding their ass off all semester to actually, you know, get good grades and do their best. And yet, you don't give that kid a break. They're not giving those kids a break. Those kids are just stuck with their B. Yet the kid that's failing, the dumbass, the dipshit that didn't do any work all semester long, that's the kid you give the break to? This is, it's just, it's just wokeism at its finest. You know, it's just woke ideology at its finest. The kids who's failing, the stupid kid who's doing nothing. And then, by the way, with online school, if you turn in all your work, you get a passing grade. Okay, like, that's just how it is. Okay, It's it's not that hard. You just have to do it, right? So for the kids who just didn't do anything, that's who you give the breaks to. And again, I, I think it's fine for you to give them the breaks, but like affirmative action, you know, you have to give everyone the equal opportunity, which means if kids with Fs can raise their grade, why the hell can't kids with Bs raise their grade? If anything, if we're going to give it to one kid, I would rather give it to the kid with a B. Because the kid with a B actually showed the dedication the whole semester that he actually cares about school and cares about his grade. And so why not give him the little extra push? Why not give him the, oh, good luck, Merry Christmas, here's an A, right? Why not do that? But they're not doing that. They only give the worst, the, you know, the, the kids who do the worst. Those are the kids that get all the breaks. And, you know, I really feel bad for the kids who have Bs. I do. Because... The district doesn't care about them. They only care about the shitty kids who fail everything. They don't care about the kids who work hard. They don't say, oh, let's give a break to the kids who work hard. Let's reward them. Give them an A. Raise their grade. No! What the hell is this? What, what, what is this? It's just so stupid, okay? I'm very glad I never needed it. But I think if I did need it, I'd probably make a huge case about this to the school district because it's not a fair policy. If you're gonna give kids, like I keep saying, if you're gonna give kids with F a chance to raise their grade, you need to give kids with all grades below an A a chance to raise at least the next up letter grade. I'm not saying if you have a C, you have to raise to an A, but at least to a B, you should have that opportunity. If they're giving that opportunity to the laziest, dumbest, least hardworking kids in the school, then why not give that opportunity to the hardest working, smartest? Kids in the school, right? But that 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 requires logic, okay? That would require logic. That would require a brain. That would require some thinking. And obviously, uh, nobody in Los Angeles seems to have that, uh, you know. Especially Los people who work in the bu- the city bureaucracy. Like I, I don't know what I, what I'm really expecting. Why am I even complaining? What the hell would I expect? It's Los Angeles, okay? God, I really hope I can get out of here someday. This place is just full of morons. Absolute morons. Okay. But anyways, folks, that'll do it here for this podcast. I hope for all of you guys who had finals this week, I hope you did well. I hope you guys all have a Merry Christmas. Um, Anyways, today, right now, I will be packing. I'm packing right now for SAS, Turning Point USA's SAS Student Action Summit, which is in Florida. I hope to see a lot of you guys there. Um, I know many of you guys are going to that as well. And... While I'm there, I'm actually going to be filming a lot of podcasts with a lot of special guests that you know will also be there. So Chandler, Chandler Crump, you guys know Chandler Crump. Um, I'm definitely doing a podcast with him. I'll probably also be doing a podcast with Bryson Gray. You guys know Bryson Gray. I hope right, MAGA rapper. Um, and just uh, I'll, I'll James Klug, street. If you guys know, don't know him, he's a street reporter, and a lot of other people. So it's gonna we're gonna get some good content at SAS for this podcast. Okay, um, and we'll start getting that out starting next week so then i I probably next week's episodes of the podcast will probably have some special guests um unless you guys want me to return to the story of what it was like because i talked about school so maybe that would also be a good transition of what it was like being a conservative when i finally opened up and came out as a conservative how my school treated me i kind of hinted at added in this podcast that it wasn't well. Um, but I could tell that full story too. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But that'll do it for this podcast. Thank you very much. Remember, go visit teespring.com slash stores slash vince-dow and be sure to outsell my senior class in merch. That'll be awesome. That'll be hilarious. That'll be epic. And until next time, folks, make sure, again, if you're listening on iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, follow it on Spotify, and like and subscribe uh, on YouTube. And until next time, remember, folks, Alpha moves only. Have a Merry Christmas, and I will see you guys in the next podcast. Thank you very much and peace.